Welcome everyone to the Ovet Torah, Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Mem Tet. We will begin from Daf Mem Tet, the word Tanya Kavateh, the Rabbi Huda Lebed Shmuel. There was Machloka between Rabbi Huda Marav and Rabbi Huda Mashmuel. According to Rabbi Huda Marav, Rabbi Shimon and the Chachamim have the following argument. According to Rabbi Shimon, the two outside Chatzers, Mr. Left and Mr. Right, we said yesterday, are sewer to each other, but the middle can bring to the, to the left or the right, and the right and left can bring to the middle. And yet, according to the Chachamim, it was wrong. Chachamim said that the two outers can bring to the middle, but the middle can't bring to any of the sides. And Shmuel was even more stricter, and he said that even Reb Shimon, who was being Mekel, in other words, even what we said was the Chachamim was Reb Shimon. And the Chachamim are even stricter, they said that no one's allowed to carry anywhere. Tanya Kavateh de Shmuel. We have a bright that follows the Behudah Shmuel. Says the following. Amar Bishmon. Lama Hadavadme, the Shlosha Chatserot, Haptuchot Zulazu, Tuchot Rashutrabim. Let's say you have two Chatseres that are open to each other, and they're also open to Shutrabim. Irvu Shtaim Imam Sayyid. If the two outside one made a Mr. Left and Mr. Right made a Eruv with the Mr. Middle, maybe Amitoch Peta Veochelet. Both outside ones, Mrs. Left and Mrs. Right, could bring from their house and eat it in the middle. Each one can bring the leftovers back to their houses. Now, since we're talking over here only about Mrs. Left and Mrs. Right bringing their food back and forth, the implication is that Mrs. Middle is prohibited from bringing anything anywhere because we didn't mention that she could bring something. Now, and since it's Rabbi Shimon talking, we see that Rabbi Shimon is not letting the Middle do anything. Says the Gemara, Va'azda Shmuel Tame. Shmuel is also following his reason that he said somewhere else. Damo Shmuel, Chatzer Sheben Shne Mavuot. Let's say you have two Mavuis. A Mavui is an area that Chatzerot open to. So you have two Mavuis that have Chatzerot open to him, and they're opening to a Chatzer without a Mavui. Right? There's a beautiful picture in the Mesifta if you could see it. Right? If the people, the Chatzar, made a Eruv with both of them, she's not, the, the, the people of the Chatzar cannot, cannot use the middle of the Mavui. Both Mavuis are Asur. Now, the reason why that's Asur
is because since the Chatzar is opening to two different Mavois, it's being drawn in two different directions. And therefore, it can't carry to either of them. Similarly, in our case, Rabbi Shimon says that the 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 chatzer in the middle, which is open to two sides, draws it both ways and makes it that you can't carry at all. Says the Gemara further, is because What happens if the middle one? I'm sorry. Let's say let's say the chatzer that's in between the two mavuis did not make eruv with either one. The fact that it didn't make a roof, so you have a chatzer in each mavui, which is not contributing. And the rule is, if you have a mavui with a bunch of, of chatzers opening up to it, and one of the chatzers doesn't contribute, it ruins it. So over here, this middle one, because it's open to both mavuis, can ruin both mavuis, and no one can carry in any of the mavuis. In the chatzer, yeah, but not the mavuis. In the chatzir, other chatzirot, but not this one. Hayta be'echad v'gila be'echad enegra. Let's say <coughs> this chatzir that's in the middle of the two mavuis is used to going through only one of the mavuis. In the other one, they don't usually walk through. And they didn't make eruv with either one. Zesh v'gila the one that he usually walks through, or said, it messes it over because it didn't contribute to the, that, that chatzir. But yet, the one that it doesn't go through is mutar. So the, the law that we said before, that it messes up both them, is only considering that it goes through both ways. But if it only uses one way out, usually, then the other one becomes mutar. If it made the eruv with the one that it's not ragil to. So here you have a guy. You have a guy in the middle chatzer. He could use both sides, but it makes the eruv with the one that it doesn't usually go through. Then the other one is mutad to itself, which means that yes, the people in this chatzer can't carry to that mavui, but but the people in the Mavui that, that's ragil to it can carry because since they made a Eruv with the one they're not used to go through, they're showing they want to use that side, and therefore that's why it's Mutar. If the Ragil one made their own, the one that they usually go through made their own Eruv, this is and the people of the one they don't go usually through did not make a roof. And the middle chatzer didn't make a roof with anybody. So now the middle roof didn't make a did, the middle chatzer didn't make a roof with anybody. Fine, but one side has their own roof. One chatzer has their own roof, and the other side has none. So the one that has none really has nothing to lose anyway. They weren't going to be able to carry because they never made a roof. Right, they they never made a shitu from that in that mavui, and they never made a partnership, so they're never going to be able to carry. But the one that he usually walks through made their own eruv without him, so really they should be messed over because if he made no eruv, if the middle chatzer made no eruv with anybody, and since they usually walk through that one, so 
they, since they didn't contribute, they should mess it up. There's let's say let's say there's four other chaseres in that mavui. Uh, the, all those four gave in, but the middle one didn't. So now there's really five because they usually walk through that one, and the fifth one didn't contribute. That should mess it up. But since the other way they could go out, the middle one could go out the other way, even though they don't. But it, they could go out that way, and if they go out that way, they're not review, they're not ruining anything because the other side never had a shituf anyway. What do we do? We say. We we kind of push them to go out through using the side that they don't usually walk through, and by pushing them to go out through that side, what are we doing? We're allowing the people of the side they usually go through to carry. So let's just review this case quickly. Again, we have the same case. We have a chatzer in the middle. And the chatzer is opening up to one of two mavuis on both sides. Now, being that the, the chatzer neglects to, to contribute to either of the mavuis. In, in one of the mavuis, the other chatzer is contributed. In the, let's call that the right one. And in the left one, none of them contributed. So the one in the left one we tell the people of the, of the middle chatzer, use the left one, the Shabbos, in order to allow the people of the right one to say that the middle chatzer is not part of them. They always use, we're going to move them to the left one, and therefore they'll be able to carry. Let's say you have a chatzer, and you have, a, you have people who are makbid that they don't use that bread. The eruv is always made with bread. If the person says, listen, I'm giving my bread in, but I'm makbid, don't eat my bread. <laughs> I want my bread back after Shabbat. No one can touch my bread. Does that eruv work or not? So Rabbi Huda Meshmul says, and in eruv, you ruin the eruv because everyone has to be able to eat. Why? The, the bread's name is called Eruv because the bread has to mix everyone. If you're not going to let anyone eat, anyone eat your bread, so you're not Eruv, you're not mixed, and therefore you cannot carry. That is going to Amir Shul. We call you like a Vardina type of guy who's a cheapskate. Amir Yehuda Shul. Which means, let's say, all the people contribute to the Eruv. Right? You go to all the houses in the Chatzar, they contribute a little bread for the Eruv. And you leave it in one of the houses, but you split it into two different containers. This Eruv does not work according to Rishmuel. Kiman. Who does this go like when we say it doesn't work? That must be going like Beishamai. Now, whenever we say it's going like Beishamai, like I said, that's always fighting words. We don't go like Beishamai. The Tanya we learned. Chamisha Shegavut Eruvan. If you have five guys who collected the Eruv, they put it in two different utensils. Beishamai would even end the Eruv, but they don't mean the Eruv. So Bet Shemai says it's it's no it's no good, but that's as good. So you see that Bet Shemai's Machbed has to be in one Kelly. So too we're assuming that Bet Shemai will be the one who will be Machbed that it can't be in two houses. And Bet Hillel, who says 
that it is good in two kilim. Oh, the guys are coming in now. Who says it is good in two kilim? They'll agree that they'll agree that it's fine. Says the Gemara, no. I feel the same betilel. Ad kan lo kami betilel hatam el demalian lemana vaayatar. That's only in a place. So the Gemara is saying here is that we don't have to say that we're going we're going like Bechamai. We can even go like Betilel. The reason why Beis Hill says that it's okay over there when you did it in two kalim is because you you filled up one keli from the Eruf and there wasn't enough room so you overdid it. But when you split it, even Betelel will agree that it's no good. Why is it good over there when there's not enough room in one keli, so Basil allows two kalim? But we could tell you that even Basil will agree, Betelel will agree, that over here it's different. Because the guy voluntarily split it into two parts. Says the Gemara, Vitarti Lavali. What's the point of mentioning a guy who's makbid on his Erev and a guy who's cholek Erev? If, if, if we already told you the guy who's makbid on his Erev, makbid on his Erev, that he doesn't want anyone to eat it, then that's no good. So the guy who's cholek Erev is, is surely the same thing? Because when you split the Erev, you're showing you don't want everyone to have it. If we would only send the case over there where the guy's mocked, the reason why the problem is, I don't want to But in the case of splitting the roof, maybe since I let people eat it, who cares that I split it into two? It's still ma'ar of everyone together, it still mixes everyone together. And if we said the, the, the law over here, why do we say it over here? Because he actually physically split it. But in the case of the guy who's Mahmoud, since he put it all together, it mixes everyone together, everyone has the right in it, even though I'm being Mahmoud. Maybe not. Therefore, I need both. You know, to tell you both. In the pressing house of Rabbi Zakai, does Shmuel really hold that a guy who's Cholekal Erevo is not Eruv? Rabbi Shmuel, didn't we say? Didn't Shmuel say? The house that we put Eruv in, those people who, whichever house the Eruv goes in, in every Chatzar you have to leave, every Chatzar you have a bunch of houses, and they're going to collect bread from all the houses and leave it in one in one of the houses. The house that they leave it in, they don't have to contribute, according to Shmuel. My time, since that house probably has their own bread, therefore we say it's like it's good. In other words, it's like they contributed, meaning like this. Let's assume there's, you have a chatzer that has three houses opening up to it. So two of the houses contribute. A and B, and they put their, each one puts a pita bread in house number C. And the house number C is the one who's going to host the Erev. 
Now, they don't have to contribute. The Gemara says they don't have to. Now, why should they have to contribute? The Chari, they should have to contribute, otherwise they're out. Must be, the reason why they don't have to contribute is because there is an assumption that even though they didn't give it a pita, they probably have a challah in the freezer, and that challah in the freezer will be their roof. Now, if they, we're allowing the challah in the freezer to serve as roof, so therefore, so, so, therefore, over here also, even though the bread is in another Another house, it should be still be good. So now, if Shmuel said this, that instead it's, in other words, if Shmuel over here is saying that the house doesn't have to contribute, that means he's allowing it in two different kilim. So why wouldn't he allow Cholekateruv Amalei? So Behuda answered back. Hatam over there in the house that the things in the reason why it's okay is not because we assume they have stuff. Even if it was a house that had nothing in the freezer with an empty freezer, it would be good. My time, huh? Because we're saying that house A and house B that gave the pita are living in house C. So since you're all living here, I don't have to contribute because the reason why you're contributing bread is because you're not living here and the bread's making you live here. Since I do live here, I don't have to give. And therefore, since that's true, you do you do not have a proof against Shmuel saying that Cholekatervo is, is no good. Really, Cholekatervo, if you split Yeruv, it's no good. Why? Because you're splitting up into two parts. And over here, the reason why it's okay is because everyone's living in my house. I don't have to contribute. Beautiful. Says Gemara, There's a big machloket over here. Why an eruv works? When you put put money, put bread into someone's house for eruv, why does it work? Do we say it works? Mishum kinyan, because when you put the bread in, that makes a kinyan. And the person whose house the bread's in, he splits his house with everyone in the chater. And therefore, since everyone's a partner in my house, it works. So it could be, according to Shmuel, the reason why an Erev works is by giving, by houses A and B, in our case that we just mentioned, giving house C a little bread, they become partners in house number C. And therefore, since we're all partners in one house, so we're all living in one house, and we could carry into the Chatzar. That's way number one that it works, according to Shmuel. Says the Gemara, Vim Tomar, Ein Konin, If so, if that's true, why do they have to give bread? Let them give Silver. The reason, really, you couldn't use silver. And you don't have to use bread. The reason why the rabbis mutaken, they have to do it with bread, is because sometimes people don't have silver. But you're right, silver would really work. But often on Friday afternoon, people are cleaned out. They're fresh out of spending their money. And therefore, they don't have silver. So the rabbis said bread. But really, they could have done silver. 
If so, if so, if that's the reason, so then how come a person, if he really did it, let's say a guy comes to the rabbi and said, you know what, I, it's Shabbat afternoon, but guess what, I made an eruv with silver. Does it work or not? I know I wasn't supposed to do it. You weren't supposed to do it, you should do bread. Okay, yeah, but I did silver. Is it, does it work? The Quran should have worked. If, if that's the only reason, if the whole reason why we can't use silver is because it's not found in my house, but if I found it and I used it, it should work. No, it still doesn't work. We're afraid that if we let it work, people are going to start using it. They're going to say that silver is the main thing. We're afraid that if we let some people do silver, then people will start saying silver is the main thing. And if they're going to say silver is the main thing, when they only have bread, they might say, oh, I better not do it. I don't have silver. I want to do it the right way. And it'll come out that using silver will mess up people and cause them not to be able to carry. That's the opinion of Shmuel. Amrava, Amrava says, you know what Eruv works? It's not because you, you A and B own a piece of C's house. It's rather because it makes A and B not own the house, but be dwellers in the house. Because people usually live people usually live where they have this stuff. My now, what's the difference? Keli. The difference between them is what happens if a guy uses a keli for eruv, use a pot to make eruv. If you say it's because of kenyan, so with a keli you can do kenyan surah. Right? You could pick up a keli, pick up a handkerchief, and be corner part of the house with it. But if you hold eruv is because dira, by putting meaning that's what makes you live there and by putting a keli doesn't make you live there and therefore it would not work according to both of you I have a question from the following brighter if five people collected eruv, and they collected bread from everyone, when they're bringing the eruv to another chater, One person is allowed to bring the bread for everybody. Comes out, only the guy who's giving the bread is the person who owns it. If so, he's also the guy who's giving the bread. And nobody else it seems like only he is using is the one who's able to bring the roof, and no one else can bring the roof to the house. So that sounds like who knew the kakani vitulo? Who into the kadaya vitulo? According to the opinion that says that you're that, that you're being kone with the roof, so he's the only one who's acquiring, or he's the only one who's living there. How could everyone live? How could everyone? 
How can everyone carry it? Amalas, we said back, It's not a question according to either of them. Why? This guy is a shliach, and therefore he's being a shliach both for everyone, both to either be koneh, or he's being a shliach for everyone in order to make the, the, their dira there. But either way, if I'm a shliach, it's the same thing as them doing it, that's why it's fine. Who says that the middle guy is allowed to be with the two side ones and only the two outer ones cannot be with each other? Okay, we're up to the Mishnah. Says the Mishnah, a guy who was coming down the road and it got dark for him. So it's about to get dark and turn into Shabbat. He sees either a fence or a tree. And he says the following words as it's getting dark. My Shabbat is going to be under that tree. He didn't say anything. It didn't work. Why? Because you didn't say which four I'm what. We're assuming the tree is a big tree. And it's more than four amot, and the tr- shade of the tree being bigger than that makes it no good, because you didn't specify where you're going to be. If I says I want, if he says I want to stay at the root of the tree, you can go to, up to two thousand more from where you were when Shabbat started till the base of the tree. And 2,000 amot from the tree to the house. It comes out that you have up to 4,000 amot to get where you have to go. As long as you know the area, you could be 4,000 amot away from your house and still get home on Friday. What if you can't see any landmark that you know? You don't know the rules. Oh man. And you say, I want to stay where I am. You have your place. And you get, you could go 2,000 more from anywhere you are. Because your shvita worked where you were. The Quran wants to know, when we say you have 2,000 more in any direction, it comes out that you have a radius of 2,000 more. 2,000 more from where you are, anywhere in a circle around you. Hamim say no. No, that's that's according to Reb Chanina ben Antiginus. but the rabbi say They say you have two thousand amot square, which means that you gain much more to the corners. If you're going north, south, east, west, you have two thousand amot. But north, east, or south, east, or northwest, or southwest, being that if you go directly north, it's two thousand amot. If you walk from there to the top to the corner, it's much more than that. And, and you're gaining much more area. It comes out that you'll gain an extra, from the end of the northeast, you'll, you'll gain at least, if it was 2,000 or more, you'll, you'll gain another 800 or more to walk. According to the Chachamim, over Rav Hanina ben Antignus. Says the Mishnah further. We also said that a person can make a eruv with his feet. 
which means that you don't have to actually put bread. You can walk there and count yourself as your shvita. As long as you're there, ben Hashem, when Ben Hashem Shot starts. Amr Mary Mary says, and and Anu and Anu Ela Ani. We only let a guy do it if he's an Ani. But if he's in his house, he's not allowed to use his feet to make a roof. He has to put bread. That's according to a mayor. Really makes no difference if you're rich or if you're poor. Ella, we only said that you're the reason why we said you should do bread. When we told you that you could use bread, we weren't telling you you have to use bread. There's no chiyuv to use bread. It's a kula. The reason why we're letting you use bread is because really everyone could use their feet. But if you're wealthy and you have money for bread, then you can use your bread too. But it's not a restriction that you must use bread. You can use your feet. Anyone can use his feet as much. Amen, amen. We're going to start from the Gemara tomorrow. Amen, amen.